Hey, this is attorney Mark Lopez with attorney Zach Bailey. Zach is the law firm expert on um, sports, but also uh, for legal stuff, the, the way sports laws are written, a lot of crazy laws involving casinos and gambling in Indiana. So Zach, one of the more popular videos that we've done is the gambling <laughs> videos and blogs. So I thought this would be a nice chance to update anyone who's watching what has happened since they've legalized gambling or sports betting back in September 2019? I'm not surprised it's popular because since they legalized gambling back in, I think it's September 1st, 2019, $1.4 billion had been wagered on sports in Indiana. So it's, it's huge. That's fourth biggest in the country in that time. And do you think that there was just a pent up appetite for this or were they bringing like an underground economy above ground? What's, what's your thoughts so on that? So it's kind of both. Um, there, there was sports betting available before, but a lot of it was sort of, like you said, underground, um, overseas. And so it gave those people a legal outlet to continue betting. And then they, the sites also do a great job of bringing in new, uh, new gamblers. They, they have all kinds of promotions available. Every site has some sort of new, new offer, a risk-free first bet. Um, so it, it provides sort of a an opportunity for people who don't know, you know, anything about sports betting to, to try it out for free to start. Okay. I want to talk some more about these incentives to start gambling just really quickly back September, 2019 sports gambling gets opened up. How many apps were there originally? So when it first started, it was just brick and mortar. And then DraftKings came out with the first app in Indiana and you know, they've, they've had a first mover advantage ever since. They still control the, the marketplace. They were the first one in. And then shortly thereafter, uh, FanDuel and BetMGM and some other sites came along. And they've been trying to catch up to DraftKings since. And so, Zach, tell us a little bit about these promotions that these various apps are giving. Because when you and I talked about this, it almost seems like they're willing to lose money to get someone signed up. Give me some background on that and what you've seen personally. So a lot of that is true. They're, they have great promotions to get people signed up. Um, and the idea is just like a casino, once that money comes in, it, the idea is it's not coming back out. So they'll, they're willing to take a little bit of a hit at, at the start to, uh, to bring people in. But I'll tell you, it's so easy to pull money out of these sites too. They, they make it so user-friendly. Um, you, you know, if you deposit money, they'll give you the bonus right away. And when you withdraw, want to withdraw money, within a few hours, most of the time, it's right there in your bank account. So it's, it's very user-friendly with all that. So it seems like, at least right now, when they're trying to get a following, they're playing extra nice. And uh, no, this is super interesting. And you know, I was at lunch yesterday, we did a pickup order, and the bag actually was a FanDuel bag. And so there's so much money in this, they're actually getting out there and uh, doing cross motions with bars and restaurants. Well, if you go to uh, if you go to a Pacers game, we, we can't go right now. But if you look inside the arena, I was watching a college basketball game the other day, and points bets plastered up all over the place. So these sites are also becoming uh, the official gambling site of specific teams as well. Zach, in preparation for this uh, video and blog, how has online sports gambling affected brick and mortar casinos, if any? So it's it's interesting. You know, we, we go to Winter Circle every once in a while after work, um, and that was one of the first brick-and-mortar places. And now if you walk in there, the line to gamble is much shorter, but they've installed kiosks as well. So it's, it's no longer 
talking to people and doing bet slips, that option's still available, but it's a lot like the, it's a lot like using an app just at a kiosk. Um, so it's, it, it has hurt brick and mortar stores, but they're adapting as well. And so Zach, you know, you're from Ohio and Ohio sports gambling is still illegal, correct? Correct. So have they seen any kind of increase in gambling on the casinos bordering Ohio? So Lawrenceburg, uh, there's a casino in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, which is just across the border from Cincinnati. Um, and yeah, that's the number one brick and mortar uh, casino in Indiana. And it's interesting because, you know, we're not seeing as much coming over from Illinois or Michigan anymore um, as they're having legalized gambling, but Ohio and Kentucky still don't. And so a lot of money's coming across the border from Ohio and Kentucky. No, and so just, you know, do you see any, anything, do you see this stopping anytime soon? Like this, people getting involved, first time betters. What is your thoughts on this so far? So there has to be, at some point, there has to be a maximum. I mean, you, it, it's, um, you're going to run out of people eventually, but the way it's, it's moving up right now, you know, I don't think so. Um, not, not in the near future, and especially not with more and more states opening it up. So the, these sites may run out of new customers in Indiana, but then you'll see it turn into Ohio and Kentucky and all these other states, um, especially Ohio. They have legislation uh, right now that they're working on passing to legalize sports betting. And if you're in Ohio, what prevents somebody from turning the app on and simply making a bet from Ohio without traveling to Indiana? So it's all pretty regulated. Um, in order to roll an app out there, these companies have to work, um, work with the authorities to make sure that there's sufficient geolocators and, and everything like that on there to pinpoint exactly where you are. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes they're a little bit over-enthusiastic and they'll you know, I'll be sitting in the middle of Indianapolis and they'll tell me it looks like you're in an unauthorized state. Um, so you just got to make sure it, it'll recheck your location, but they do a great job of, of making sure you are in a spot where you're legally allowed to be to gamble. At this law firm, we love privacy and we love not giving people information, particularly law enforcement. And I just find this so interesting. If there's sports betting, okay, wherever you want to do, we're right here. Um, <laughs> Zach, what are the, in your opinion, just in your opinion alone, what are the top three apps for, we got Bet, we got the score, Bet America, Caesars, Unibet, Points Bet, Bet MGM, Bet Rivers, FanDuel, DraftKings. Which, which one is the most user-friendly in your experience? I like Points Bet a lot. Um, they were, they came in a little bit later and because of that, they have a lot of great promotions. So they're giving out free bets left and right, risk-free bets, where if you lose, you get your money back in a free bet. Um, so they, yeah, they do a great job of that. And that's the one I've been using the most recently. Which, are any of those Indiana companies, the ones that we're talking about? Or are all those? Bet Rivers may be through French Lick. They may be the most Indiana, but they're terrible. Just the app is terrible? Yeah. I don't want anyone watching this. We love French Lick. Please don't kick us out. <laughs> Just the app isn't very good though, right? It's, it's so, so bad. That's hilarious. Well, hey. We're going to keep doing these updates and these gambling blogs. And uh, Good deal. anybody watching, remember, always plead the fifth. Thank you, Zach. You have a great rest of the day, buddy. You too. Thanks.